get ready for the Girls on Games podcast. Your weekly dose of news, reviews, and everything video games. Always served with a good helping of hype and just a pinch of salt. And now, your host, Leah. Welcome to another Girls on Games podcast. My name is Leah. I'm the host of this show. This is episode number 397. And apologies about last week. Yes, we all live in different places. But yes, we all got sick at the same time. If we cough a little bit, still work, we're still kind of recovering. So apologies in advance. But yes, we are definitely on the mend. This week, We've been playing so many games because what else are you going to do when you're sick, right? Plus, you know, we have to talk a little bit about that Nindy World Showcase that happened, along with some more announcements coming from Meta and a PSA from me. Because you got to be safe. Better to be safe than sorry. But before we get into that, I'm going to introduce you to the friendly voices around this digital table. Catherine, how you doing? <laughs> I'm okay yourself. <laughs> I'm great, Joelle. How are you? Hello, I am. I'm still phlegmy. It's great. It's wonderful. <laughs> I think we all are Same. at this point. Yep. Still yep. coughing. Can't get rid of it. Uh, Simon is uh, jet setting this week, so he'll be back next week. Uh, let's get through a little housekeeping. If you enjoy this show, you can subscribe. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Podbean. If you'd like to get some GOG merch, you can do that by going to designbyhumans.com slash shop slash games. Or if you'd like to give us a tip, maybe buy us a coffee. You can do that by going to our Kofi. That's ko-fi.com slash Girls on Games. Ladies, it's been uh, two weeks since we have really touched base. I know there have been things going on because obviously we're always uh, chatting in Discord, but uh, anything new and exciting this week? Cat? Yeah, I have, except by having a cold and my allergies double teaming my face and winning. (laughs) No. Uh, I I didn't do much, yeah, because I was was sick uh, on the men. Um, and I got, had a lot of work. So, I mean, it was so bad that I missed D&D last week. Yeah, it, we all got how, pretty well knocked out last you know week. How, how bad you gotta be to miss, like, online D&D? Because <laughs> we start around 8.30, because a lot of my friends have kids, so it's after the kids go to sleep. Um, and we usually play, like, from 8.30 to, like, 11, 11.30, like, near our bedtime i was in bed and asleep by 9 30 <laughs> like they were probably just like getting into the thick of the game i was passed out um it, it's been a while roll for rem cycle for cat yeah basically <laughs> <laughs> that's roll, good <laughs> roll the natural 20 i was knock out count for the count yeah yeah really um other than that what did i do oh um uh, I bought a board game on a whim. Oh, because it was twenty dollars. It's called a little a little wordy. Okay, it's by the Oatmeal. Uh, I don't know if you know oh, the Oatmeal of the I online the comics. Did they make the Exploding Kitten Kittens Ex- game too? Made the Exploding um. Kittens games, and now Exploding Kitten is like uh, his company for like making board games. So mm, basically, nice. a little wordy is a game he designed with his wife during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. 
And it's basically 1v1 Wordle. Nice. Oh. So I played with Pascal on Saturday. So the way it works is um, you pick out word tiles like Scrabble, uh, four vowels, seven consonant. And then with the the letters in front of you, you form a word. And then once you've got your word, you exchange the tiles. And then the other person has to guess your word. Um, If you've been playing the online version that the oatmeal released just for the month of April, um, Mm -hmm. and then he's going to nuke it, um, then you have clue cards. So... um, the way it works is you have like berries instead of like subtracting point, you're basically giving points to the other person. Okay. Uh, so let's say if I want to, if I guess your word and I get it wrong, I give you two berries. Or if I want to activate a clue, like, Oh, can you tell me how long your, your word is? Then I have to give you four berries and things like that. Mm. So basically is you shuffle, um, clue cards and you have different set of clues at every round. And it's just that it's just you play like quickly. I would say it's like ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Mm. Per yeah, per game, like between five and tens, depending on how good you are at it. Uh, we played for like I don't know. I want to say like yeah, we played like for like about forty-five minutes, and we played about five games, and uh, Pascal won three to two. What <laughs> language are you playing? It's in English, yeah. Okay. It's, it's just because of the, the balance of vowels and consonants. Uh, it's yes. like you, yes. you can't change Scrabble. Like you have, like if I've played Scrabble in French and I've played Scrabble in English and you need the proper set because there are way more W's. And, sh- and accents too, right? Does that matter in Scrabble when you play in French? No, the accents don't matter. Um, okay, that's good then. You just kind of like take into account that there is an accent. Okay. Um, but yeah, the, 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 like, W's are way more important in English versus French. So, you know, the, the balance of letters. But yeah, it was 20 bucks online to buy that game. And then if you want to play more than two, there's a way to like make teams. Mm. Oh, yeah. Um, where yeah, where you play like basically teams of two or whatever. But it's I I got it just to have something to do yeah. with him because we have a lot of board games. But then sometimes he's like, "Oh, do you want to play this?" But it's like committing to like I don't know, like thirty minutes, like a big setup, and uh-huh. thirty minutes to an hour. Yeah. Like this is like we could just sit down and bang out a few games, and they're the kind like I love word games like up playing scrabble on the computer i played a lot of text twist um really into wordle so when i saw that i was like oh my god i can finally like play wordle like in real life um Mm -hmm. and there's no like you know wordle is always like a five five or six five letter word um for this there's a basically the limit of tiles that you pick which is uh how much did i say 11 11 tiles yeah yeah i wouldn't be surprised if like you can home rule it and make longer words shorter oh, yeah. words pick up more time like it's yeah at this point it's just like 
set pieces. But no, I highly recommend. Tw- yeah, it was twenty dollars Canadian. I think That's pretty I good. Think I paid like yeah, I think I paid twenty five <clears throat> for the whole thing. Um, I picked it off of a. Uh, Amazon because I was making a bigger order. I needed a bunch of shit that again, I try to avoid Amazon, but once in a while there's stuff that mm-hmm. I can only get there. So I just kind of like make a list and eventually I make an order. Um, and I check the option being like, please don't ship it separately. Just put everything in a box, <laughs> <laughs> one box, one driver, one delivery, please. Um, like I'm not in that of a hurry. Um, <laughs> But yeah, because we had like the, um, you know, the ice storm back and we had like three days without electricity, like I had to realize that our external batteries were too old, that they didn't charge phones. I found this, um, I'm sure you could pick it up at a hardware store, but I picked it off again off Amazon because I was ordering a bunch of stuff. Um, I found a radio slash um head not headlight uh flashlight oh yeah is it one so, that cranks yes so that's it, cool it cranks it has a solar panel mm. and you can like you can charge it via the usb port but it also can charge your phone that's perfect oh, that's great so even with the I- crank the the yeah even with the crank but like the crank you'd be is cranking mo- it for a while yeah Wona. <laughs> but it it you'd use it more with the solar panel for that yeah for sure yeah. for sure because I I just set it out like when I got it I just set it out by the window where I have some plants and like by yeah. the end of the day I had charged the full battery like I think up to like a third just in the sun and I was like mm-hmm. that's actually very practical. So yeah. I I got one of those because I was like I think we can need to like we don't have a seventy two hour kit. Yeah. I was like at least now I have a flashlight because I couldn't find the old one in the house anywhere. Um. So yeah, bought a flashlight, bought an external battery, and a word game to play with my spouse. My Amazon orders are the most chaotic shit ever. <laughs> <laughs> like that and water filters for my water pitcher. <laughs> Because yeah. I can't find them in stores around me. I have to order them online. So it yeah. just becomes a hodgepodge of shit I can't find by leaving my house. Right. What, like once a year is just like, hi, send me all this random shit. Send me everything. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, board games are fun. I picked up Uno before going on the trip. We didn't end up playing it. I need to sit down and learn how to play Uno at some point. It's a very simple one, Uno. Yeah, it, yeah. I just have to sit down and do it. I remember, like, we used to play a card game, like, with regular cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, the card game was called Eight. Like Crazy uh, Eight? I think it might be Crazy Eight, but it feels okay. a lot like Uno, where you put down, like, where you put down a card, and you either have to f- do the same suit or the same number. And if Something you change- like that, yeah. Yeah. So it, and then if you put the same number, you can change suit. And then the eights are like wild. Yeah, basically I think that's the why one. it's called crazy eights. It's been a long time, so I don't know all the rules. Yeah, and I remember that when you have like one card left in your hand, you have to knock on the table instead of saying uno. But it, like if you don't knock on the table, you got to pick up. So yeah, exactly. I used to play yeah. that with my grandma a lot. And then one day I showed up at school and somebody's like, do you know how to play uno? And they have those cards. I'm like, it's basically a pre-park. 
package card game to just play Crazy 8, I guess. Uh-huh. But there's definitely more. Uh, I think there's more cards in Uno, and then there's... Uh, the reversal reverse. one everybody yeah. that's like the meme is like pull an uno reverse and i'm like i don't know what that means must find out bot game <laughs> but no it's left out of the uno memes man yeah. i am yeah. really i must not must not control. will not cannot be left out of the uno memes <laughs> but my point is FOMO. if you've played a game like crazy eight it's pretty easy to pick okay, up uno cool. and you'll oh, love yeah. it you'll love it it's, it's always good fun when you've had like a few drinks and you're oh, just yeah. like oh, yelling yeah, no. at each other like oh no <laughs> how about you joel what have you been up to i've been up to uh quite a bit even though i've been, haven't been feeling well um <clears throat> some interesting thing that i did was i went and got a uh reiki reading done oh um, uh, is that when they read your chakras or something like that? your energy it's, yes energies energies Yes. So I hadn't ever done one before, but my uh, boyfriend wanted to go and try it. And I'm like, sure, why not? Um, and it was really good. It was very relaxing. They, you know, do a lot of uh, sound, um, like, uh, to, to read energy. And so mm-hmm. she had a lot of these, like, ancient uh, sound walls. And I was just, like, laying on a bed. I had, like, a little uh, sleep mask over my eyes. And she put the sound bowls like right by my ears on the table mm-hmm. and, you know, gently gonged them. And then she put one on my tummy and did it. What did that so feel I, like? It felt really good because I was PMSing and so it was kind of relaxing. Oh, <laughs> and then awesome. I was, and I was like, maybe I should get a weighted blanket that vibrates because that would be dope. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> but it felt really good. And, and so I got like a tummy bowl and then um, I don't like sitting still for very long and it was an hour and a half and i was like oh my gosh am i gonna get so bored or like am i gonna get antsy Mm. um so i really tried to um like in the beginning she kind of like does a um audio uh action with you and tries to like get you to center and kind of like meditate and kind of relax Mm -hmm. like if you've ever done yoga it's like the thing that you do at the end of yoga but it's at the beginning so i really tried to like stay in a clear mental state and like tried to just let the sounds wash over me. And at the end she gave me like a little, she, she did a, she wrote some things down and there was like a chart and she marked off where she like found most energy. And, you know, and I, and I don't, I didn't know this person. I've never mm-hmm. met her in my entire life. Like I just made a booking online and I walked in and she had a very accurate reading. So I was like, I was like, this is nice. And she, I, I kind of thought at some level it might have been like, oh, you're really, I, I thought maybe it was going to be a little more negative. Like, oh, you're really harboring this thing. Or, you know, maybe you sh- you're really struggling with blah, blah, blah. But she actually was very, you know, very positive And, you know, she's like, I can see you're, you're really like going through a lot of transition in your life and kind of retilling like your soil and your energy is just very much like of renew and rebirth. And, She's like, does that sound right? And I was like, yep. <laughs> I was like, that's spot wow. on. Yeah. And then um, <clears throat> the other thing she said that was really nice, she was like, you have a very open and grounded heart space. And so she was like, if you ever feel like you're unsure or, you know, don't know what to do or need like a grounding kind of um, a, a, gr- a space to land and 
and ground yourself. She's like, you can just go into like your heart space and and trust that. And I was like, oh, it's very nice. So yeah, she and then she my boyfriend went right after me. And uh-huh. she also like did a lot of kind of picked up on a lot of his energy that was really like in sync with him as a person. So it was really nice. And it was very relaxing. Um, I felt just like, really chill. And um, this woman, um, she does like a lot of different things. She does like different types of yoga and she does sound baths like gong sound baths mm-hmm. apparently the um reverbs of a gong are a different <laughs> wavelength than like other sound um bowls and and so she she recommended a bunch of stuff she also recommended for me to do thai yoga which is like apparently yoga with like a partner and they like stretch you like they'll like oh. Oh, they'll like take you and stretch you that's nice. <clears throat> yeah, so she was like, you might want to look into that. So I'm going to look into that and and try that. So it was a really neat experience. It was very positive. You know, I just, I didn't really have much expectation going in because I'm like, you know, I mean, I don't know, like who knows, but yeah, um, this was, this was really positive. So I had a good nice. time. Mm-hmm. Now I, I want to ha- go do it. Yeah. I have a fun factoid. Yeah. Go for it. My mom is a Reiki master. Really? No way! Oh uh, wow! Yeah, my this is a long time ago because it was my ex boyfriend. Oh, mom, mm-hmm. she was a Reiki master and a healer. Mm-hmm. And my mom trained under her, and my mom does Reiki. It's never worked for me. Like I'm, I'm really happy that you had a positive experience yeah. and everything. Like she tried it on me. Like my ex mother in law and my mom, they all like tried these different type of things with me. And I don't know if it's like I you need to like actively participate or whatnot, but it's like just lie there and you know and focus on this. And I guess I would just kind of like doze off. Mm. <laughs> and then sure. they were like, "So did you feel it?" And I was like, "No." Um, so I I've never really gotten into it, but uh, my mom has helped a lot of people with that. Mm-hmm. Um, she yeah. she can c- use it to calm animals like fucking Jurassic Park and shit. Like really, it's yeah, a really yeah. interesting practice. Yeah, to like learn about and she. I didn't go in for like a healing. I just understood. Like I just wanted her just to see because a part of like I like it with this with this type of stuff, especially like with my background and you know being a yes. pastor and doing all this type of training. You know, yes. some, some people have come to me they're like, "Well, do you believe in that?" And I'm like, "Well, I sure do believe in it because there's def like people give off energy. Like our cells give off energy and there's a definite like science and truth to to that." So I'm like, "Well, I know this is real." And I, to me, it's more like I I think cat like you hit on something of yeah, like kind of being open and and you know, if you don't want to be hypnotized, you're not going to be hypnotized, right? Mm-hmm. It's like that kind of thing where it's like you kind of willingly participate. And then also, I think it also really depends upon the experience and the motivation of the practitioner. Because mm-hmm. like you can go see people that maybe don't have people's best interest or are there for nefarious reasons. And that can happen with any kind of spiritual leader or, mm-hmm. or guru. Mm-hmm. And so, and so when um, this person was recommended through. A local magazine i was like well she's done this small business for long enough and i did look up some of her credentials and you can get like a certificate in this there's like formal training in schools i don't know if you're if your mom did any of that but um there's she there's, i know she got certified mm-hmm. and so i i 
but I think it was like a local chapter type thing. Mm-hmm. It it was a long time ago, so I don't think it was like online Zoom things or anything. Yeah. In the early two thousands. Does she still practice cat? Uh not on people. But okay. she still does her morning meditations. Um, okay. She's used it to calm uh panic attacks in friends around her. Um uh-huh. she's used it of course to help her with her own grief when my dad passed away in 2015. Um but yeah, no, she it's the kind of thing that like she learned but she never like kind of like started to practice. Didn't let go. Yeah. No, it's more like stuff that she she's done with like her friends um in her stitch and bitch uh, group of knitting knitters and things like that. More like stuff that she Mm-hmm. Um, she's used it to calm the, 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 uh, my nieces and nephew, things like that. Like, um, mm. you know, like sometimes my brother's like, I really need this to like manifest. And he's like, come on, mom, send the good energies, good vibes in the world, things like that. Uh, but, um, yeah, no, um, she says she does it on me sometimes. Uh, when she feels like I'm stressed or whatever, and she kind of like tries to manage my energy. I don't know if she, if it works or whatever. Uh, she stopped uh-huh. telling me she's doing it because like every time she's told, like she's like, "Let's do this." I'm like, "I don't know. I don't feel like it's working." Yeah. Um. I think I'm just too pragmatic, too grounded into uh. the work. Like, I have a like a very good like internal life and internal world and imagination. I'm a very creative person, but when it comes to like meditation has always failed with me. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. There's something about me. I guess I can't shut up in my head. I don't know. So like she says like, Oh, I know you're not into it or you don't believe in it, but I know she still uses on me and maybe it's worked. Maybe she Mm. needs to not tell me and just kind of like, just do. Uh, just do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just do. But um she's always been a calming and soothing person. I know it comes <laughs> for some people that some of my friends that listen to the podcast. Um she can be a very intense lady because she's very uh verbose uh when you're near her like she talks. She talks nonstop like blah blah blah. Like she talks and she can be very intense, but she's also like I know the other side of her, like the maternal side, and like mm-hmm. if if I'm like ah fuck shit's fucked up, she can be a very soothing and um, maternal person. <laughs> but that side of her is can be very much hidden be in front of her facade of being an intense and very um, energetic <coughs> person. But wow. uh, a lot of people went to her. Really? For that yeah. Cool. Yeah, I know. It's like I don't. I would never have thunk. It's That's wild. Yeah, she, and cool. Yeah, she, <laughs> I'm really she's, intrigued. She's a very more like a more spiritual person than I'll ever be. But yeah, she's uh, cool. And like my mother-in-law was also a, a psychic. Mm. So she says that wow. would be for me. That would be more of like a. Like I, when I looked into this, I was like, "Oh, I, I, I definitely can see simplicity." The psychic thing to me would be a, a bit more of a, of a stretch. Uh, I've never, yeah. I've never been to one. That doesn't mean I probably me will at some, at some point, just to try it because I think it's good to, to try. And um, yeah. I just know from, I know a lot of friends that have done it, and for the most part, they have had positive experiences, or they've 
they have like, oh, how did you ever know that? You know, like they they were able to, to say something to them that mm-hmm. that they that they wouldn't know. Um, so yeah, the psychic thing for me might be a little. I would I would have more of like a I take that more with a grain of salt than this just because yeah. I. I just, I just was actually really shocked at how she like picked up on all this stuff, and, and then she was like, "Do you have like tightness at this area?" And I was like, "I sure do." She didn't touch me; she like barely touched me. So like she would mm-hmm. like, give me a massage where she could like tell. So mm-hmm. I thought that was just really fascinating. Where wild, yeah, it was yeah, no, it's 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 the kind of thing that I know exists, I know can work, but because it's like so foreign to me as a person. Because I'm not in tune with, like, nature, the world, and the vibes, and the energy. But, like, I know for some people, that's all it takes. And um, this woman sounds like the kind of woman, like, a lot of, like, like my my mother-in-law was. Where after five minutes, she'll have somebody's personality down pat. Just because mm-hmm. of, like, body language, energy, the, the way they talk, things like that. And she'll have an assessment. Like, she could read people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and figure out, like, oh, you're having these issues because of, like, and it's just your, I can feel it because you, there's tightness in your energy around your chest, and that means blah, blah, blah. And it's, like, at some point, I'm, like, this is fascinating. And, like, there must be some truth to it because this woman is often, like, on the money. But at the same time, I'm just, like, for me, like, every person I meet is a blank slate. So, mm-hmm. I'm, like, I I have, I don't know, like, I don't but yeah, it's all anchored in meditation and, you know, I think a lot of self-awareness and I lack a lot of that. So, I'm like, but it's like, I'm I'm so happy you found somebody that's, you know, actually legit and does like these directed meditation and it, it helps a lot. Like, honestly, like if you, if it works for you, like I wish it worked for me because I feel like after like an hour session, I could get rid of like six months worth of stress, mm-hmm. but I can't. Yeah, it wasn't like it, it was like it was 150 for the 150 US for the hour and a half. So it was like the mid tier. She had like a 60 minute um, $90 thing. But it, it, to me, it was like you, you pay that much for a massage like you're going to yeah. pay, you know. So to me, it was mm-hmm. like a spiritual, a spiritual massage and like cleansing. And so, um, yeah, I guess I guess I would just like for me, like I did some research and I did some read reviews and I did I did just didn't go to anyone but um so so that paid off uh but yeah that was like the big like the big the big thing that i did nice i have nothing as exciting (laughs) and cool as that no i've just been like home and playing games i mean i've got something going on on the side that i'll probably tell you guys about next week but uh but yeah there's just yeah, that and work. Work has been going full tilt. Um, and like I said, lots of games playing. So we're going to get into that. But first, let's check in with our fantasy critic, because we haven't been around for two weeks. Um, there's been some movement. Um, on the Girls on Games podcast, currently, Joelle is in first. I am in second. Kat is in third. And Simon is in fourth. Conveniently, the next game coming out that's on the list... The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, which is on Catherine's list. And uh, some of the previews are out there because we're two weeks out and uh, or less than that now. Jeez Louise. We're like a week and a half out now. Um, So, yeah, uh, that that's going to be interesting. I'm going to go and flip through here now um, just to see. 
Cat, you had MLB The Show, Octopath Traveler 2, Destiny 2 Lightfall, and for her, uh, Forza Horizon 5 Rally Adventure that have all gotten points. Then <coughs> Fart Knuckle is Simon. He had Like a Dragon, Atomic Heart, and Dead Island 2, which all had points. Joelle, you had Resident Evil 4 Remake, Horizon Forbidden West, Burning Shores, Dead Space Remake, Woo, oh, Dead Space Remake, Remake, Remake. Woo, Woo Long Dyna- Fallen Dynasty, and then Horizon Call of the Mountain, which all came out. And I've had uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, Hogwarts Legacy, Minecraft Legends, EA Sports, PGA Tour, and Bayonetta Origins. So n- I'm missing a whole bunch of games. I've I've only got two left on the list that haven't come out, and one that's not coming this year because it was Suicide Squad. Um, so you yeah, need to we've buy got- more games. Yeah, you need to. I, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now that but uh, that's you- the thing. Now I'm looking for all the stuff that's coming. So, uh, but you been do any- have. The Diablo 4. Yeah. Like, I have Diablo 4 sitting there. That will be big. Yeah. That will be big. Exactly. And so will Legend of Zelda. That will be, I can't imagine that won't be in the 90s. I'll be shocked. Uh, I, like, I'm so excited and curious to see once both, like, Diablo 4 and uh, Tears of the Zelda. Kingdom have come out. Because they're yeah. the two biggest releases this year the most yeah. anticipated and the like, rest of the stuff none. i feel like is in the fall you know yeah. what i mean yeah. like we still don't yep. really know what's happening this fall because yep. so many things have got shaken around and stuff so yep um so the only those thing- two games are gonna tip i want to see how bad it tips yeah the yeah. whole like ranking and yep. it says that my positioning now looks like i'm gonna be in fourth place but i haven't bought the only thing that I bought was the Bayonetta one. So like mm-hmm. I've got, and I've got a thing kind of saved. I'm just kind of waiting to see when games are announced and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, the only thing I think that was picked up was on the 15th of April. Uh, Joelle, you picked up Lord of the Rings Gollum. I did. So that's there. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go ahead and check in with our community one. Um, and first is IRR Gamer. Second is Darth Stridius. Phoenix is in third. Al Bank is in fourth. Simon is in fifth. I'm in sixth. Dwell's in seventh. Yeah. And Tim is in eighth. Um, so let's just see here now. League history. Has anybody made any movement? Oh, yeah. There's a few things. Two things. Uh, RGM Studios, which is, I think that's Pat. Yeah. He picked up Stray Gods, the role-playing musical, and then Roll the Bone Studio dropped successful. They dropped uh, Transformers Reactive. Mm-hmm. Roll the Bone Studio is... Phoenix. Phoenix. Right. Okay, cool. So we managed to drop a game. That's good. So yeah, things are moving there all around. Um, I have games to buy here, too. I haven't purchased anything, <laughs> yeah. really. I am behind. Behind, 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 behind. So yeah, no, I'll get there. I mean, we're not even halfway through the year yeah, yet. And we got time. I, we got time. It's gonna be like kind of a lull because of all these games have come out, and I there. Mm-hmm. I bet the end of this year is gonna be bonkers. I think. Yeah. That, I think there's I'll, a lot of things that are gonna yeah. drop. I only mm-hmm. have five slot left, so that's why I like I stopped buying games. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it. I knew at some point I was gonna be like, but I got nothing left, mm-hmm. and then things are gonna be cheap for me to buy because everybody already spent the money. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Let's get into what we've been playing. Someone coined this term in our Discord chat. I think it might have been Darth, Darth but I'm not Darth. sure. Catherine, how goes your time in Persona Purgatory? <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. <sighs> oh, God. I, well, right now I'm doing the 
extra semester with the extra palace, like basically mm-hmm. the, the DLC content. You were saying, you know, how um, Yoshizawa had five more. You have to unlock that to unlock the last five. And I'm like, oh, there she is. <laughs> There's the rest of the story. So um, right now... I am going, I'm just powering through it. Um, I finished the palace, I found the treasure, and then they're like, well, slight spoiler, you don't send the Carlin card, you just kind of like wait for them to show up and pick it up. So it's basically, they basically like, the way they structured that last uh, semester is basically for you to do the palace and then just kind of like finish what you got to (laughs) do before the Mm -hmm. dude shows up and you finish Mm -hmm. the game. Um, so that's what I'm going through right now. I have, I think eight, I played a lot this weekend and I think I have eight days left in the semester. I Mac, I met ma- and in, I managed to max out my homeroom teacher, Makoto. Who else I maxed out? I'm almost maxed out the Shoji player, the, the teach, the, no, the, the doctor. Counselor? Oh yeah. The doctor. Uh, no counselors maxed out because you need to max them out to get this content. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with Yusuke. I say it's. I huh. gave up on the the kid who plays video games. I kind of play. Huh. Gave up on the guy who runs the <coughs> the gun shop. The gun shop, yeah, the <laughs> fake gun shop. Anyway, um, we'll just see. Right now, I'm just trying to max out the most stuff, and I've noticed. I don't know why, but it's like I was running. Because a big part of of this is you go in the palace and then you have to go through a new section of mementos and then you go back in the palace. Uh-huh. I, and then after that, you know, you semester goes around and you get requests and you go back into mementos and you uh-huh. build them. I spent a lot, of, like, I am level 90-some thing. Like, uh-huh. and a lot of these motherfuckers, like, every time I go into mementos, they're leveling up. I have yet to get new skills and abilities with my team members' personas. Like, I maxed out Haru. And she still only has, like, Cyadine. The base, like, the... You should look it up. Maybe there's something you have to trigger it, or maybe you have to merge... No, you can't really merge with theirs. I don't know, but she, she... So, at the same time, like, sometimes they're like, Oh, I have to talk to you at school? So maybe mm-hmm. I need to talk to them. But like I feel like even Ryuji, I maxed him out before this content. Mm-hmm. And he kept leveling up before mm. I got into the royal content. And he still has like some basic ass like electric spell. Like he still has like Zyodine. Um mm. and like uh, and on the side, I'm like fusing personas. And you know, like uh, and I'm getting shit like you know, like Atomic Flare and Ice Age and all that shit and um, Blazing Hell. I think An got one of the like severe fire damage spells, but uh, yeah, no, they just have basic aspects. Even Morgana is still on the basic, like she doesn't have like uh, Vorpal whatever and Pantera and I'm just like what are y'all doing? Yeah, maybe like, you look it up. Maybe there's something that triggers it. 
I, I I tried to Google it, but I guess I don't have the right terms. I'm like, you know, like, why do Ryuji electric spells suck? And they're just like, well, he's not a s- <laughs> is, is that coming up? Like, maybe somebody, maybe I should poke Alba. I don't know. Um, yeah. Ask people in Discord and see if they know. Because, yeah. like, honestly, if, it, if you're struggling. Because, yeah, sometimes I find it really easy to Google things because you know the terms that are going to get it. But then other times you're just like... Why am I not? And more often than not, it ends up pointing you towards um, YouTube videos and stuff too, yeah. rather yeah. than something you can read, right? Yeah. No, give give me give me the blog post. Yeah. No, I, it's just like I tried to look into it, and all I got were like confident guides, which are like how to max out this mm. confident and which of the five <clears throat> confidence you should max out first. And spoiler mm. alert, I didn't max the right ones. Um. If you're going to play Persona 5 The Royale, max out the homeroom teacher. Quick. Yeah. Mm. Uh, she saves you a lot of time. And like her final yeah. thing where it's like, oh, she can make sh- like, because if you go in- into the metaverse, mm-hmm. that's your whole day. Her, yeah. If you get her to level 10, and I found that yesterday as I have eight days left in this fucking game, like, oh, she- her final power is she lets you... Uh, do something else at night after going yeah. in the metaverse so you can do two things and i'm like oh you discovered that today you discovered that last night yes <laughs> i have the hard question now are you gonna drop this like a hot potato if you don't have it finished by next friday i will have it finished by next you'll friday. have it finished that's your goal is to have it finished because next week i am off i'm on vacation <laughs> See all uh, the time in the world to get it done. Eight days, pshaw! Oh Look my at God. that. Done. That's going to be all of your vacation, though. It's like, <laughs> I have. And then you like, got to go right to Zelda. I have <laughs> three goals, three video yeah. game goals in my vacation because I have other shit to do because, yeah. you know. No. This- no. <laughs> you don't have other shit to do. Who cares about the other shit? I do have some some springtime cleaning to get done. Uh, but that's going to be for the day and then the evening. I have three video games to do. I am finishing Persona 5 Royal. I am rolling credits on this motherfucker. (laughs) Uh, I have to work on my For Honor skill because I'm an idiot and signed up for an internal tournament. Um, (laughs) And I am shit at this game. Um, So... uh, it's at least it's the kind it's a, a tournament where they uh where you sign up and they put two really good players with two newbie players i'm one oh, of the noobs well, that's kind yeah so it's so i have to w- keep up and work on those whatever little for honor skills i have um but that's a problem for work cat not fun cat um and then as soon as legend of zelda comes out it's uh the switch does not exist for Pascal until I finish this game. <laughs> Do we know I, what time it's supposed to release ooh. on Friday? Because, like, I'm debating now, like, even, like, staying up late and playing. On Thursday night? Yeah. But it all depends on what time it releases. I don't know if they put that out yet because we're still, like, it's May 1st we're recording this. We've still got 11 days. Yeah, so, so I'm I'm just going to set it to auto-download whenever yeah. it's available. Yeah. It's just when you when it opens up, so you can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> And then, yeah, as a Friday. I'm trying to see if I can find the time, release time. Yeah, release time for Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, mid- Midnight. 
on the release Which, date of the region. Lucky Zelda fans have the opportunity to ring AFK. But New York, here's the game, Nintendo New York store at 12 a.m. to 2 a.m. on Mesa. Okay, so it must be a midnight release. It's a midnight, yeah, release. Okay, but does that include, like, the, the online? Because I'm doing the vouchers. I would imagine. Yeah. Well, it's going to be... Yeah, I imagine it would. If the game... If people can physically buy the game at midnight, they're going to have to open on... Because yeah. here's the thing, and I don't know if you guys watch um, Austin John. I know... Uh, Simon does. He was talking about the thing that I have PSA for later. But essentially, um, the it, the game comes out in Australia the day before. Yep. Right. Yep. Because oh, of the time zone time stuff. Zone. So I think it will be out at midnight yep. for us. Okay. Mm. Uh, anyway, cool. I'm gonna wake up on Friday, turn on the switch, make sure it's there, set it to download while I have breakfast, and mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like I'm I might- excited to play yeah. it, but I'm not like kid at Christmas. Must do it right now. I have if, a bit of patience. If I don't have to get up in the morning yeah. and work, yep. then I'm going to stay up and play and that and sit on the couch and, yeah. and just chill. My old know? ass would nap so that at 12 o'clock. I, I don't know if I I'd could, be able to nap. I could download. I could download. <laughs> I, I, just, I would fall asleep. I would fall asleep. I have fallen asleep playing video games before. Like I, I have, have I have woken yeah. up and I'm like, you're, like your PS5 has turned off. Because yeah. activity, and I was like, "Whoops!" Yeah, your controller disconnected. Uh, I, I love that we have like two different strategy. Like, I'm a nap and stay past my bedtime, or <laughs> yeah. I'm not missing my bedtime, but I'm gonna get up early. early. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm following neither because I'm gonna be too excited and just want to play at midnight, and I'm gonna crash hard later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> three different three map different patterns here. Love it. You're Speaking of new games, Joelle, you have been a busy video game woman. Ooh, I have. The things you have been playing. Now, conveniently, we were supposed to talk about one of these last week. Well, that didn't happen because we've been sick of sick. Uh-huh. So um, how has Horizon Forbidden West Burning Shores been? Delectable. 10 out of 10. Ooh. Like, blew, blew my expectations out of the water. Um, A must play. If you have a PS5, because unfortunately, if you have a PS4, um, you you can't. If you could borrow a PS5 to play it, um, highly recommend. Maybe maybe you have to buy Sony's new handheld that's coming out so you can remote play from a friend's <laughs> console. Maybe that'll be worth it. I don't know. But like, <laughs> I would say if you could get your hands on it to play it, I I highly recommend. I was blown away it it was i thought it was so i mean i liked the um frozen wilds dlc but this like Mm -hmm. this really um does a lot of character development does a lot of story development um touches on old notes but then kind of rings in a new a, a new phase and this definitely sets up game three um, oh, nice. So okay. it, it would be, if you can't play it, and when the third game comes out, if you haven't done it already, I would highly just recommend, you know, watching a um, a video on it so you, you get the lore. Um, <clears throat> but it's it's gorgeous. It, my, mine ran perfectly. Um, zero complaints. And, uh, you know, for those of you that were pining for Aloy to to get a little something... You know, on the side, you know, she oh, action. Yeah, you, you, some romance. Little this. little bit of smooching. It, it's totally oh. up to you. You can choose oh. to do it or not. 
Um, okay. But uh, so but you know, I gotta. My girl had to get some. She's been working hard, yeah. so I had to. Everybody deserves some love. That's right. She needs some loving. Um, and the the side quests I thought were were really well done. Um, they rewarded you. I felt very handsomely for going through all the effort, uh, which was which was nice. Um, I don't want to give away too many spoilers, but to me it was worth it. Um, kind of doing all of the little things and. I thought the end boss was so fun. Um, it, it, I just feel like it really delivers on all the things that that you've been uh, promised. Um, nice. And the I even felt like the the sound design and the way that the dual sense interacted with the environments was more dynamic. And they also updated combat, so you had even more combat options as you were going through. And they opened up more skills in the skill tree to play around with. And those were so fun. So I hope that they, there was a few things that like, I mean, personally, they, they, I thought they could have scrapped a bit of the tiers for upgrades, but the new ones that they put in really enhanced the gameplay and made it uh, very fun. So I would explore the whole map. I would do all the things. Um, I, because I was so excited and so gun ho I think I did it. I think I played it all in like three days. Um, wow. So yeah, I really, I really cooked through it. Um, but it was powered through that. It was so fun. Um, nice. Yeah. Sometimes that's nice. You get so absorbed in something mm-hmm. that it just like takes over your life for a bit. And then you don't end up in persona purgatory. Nope. <laughs> zero, <laughs> zero of that. And, and there's more things that I could do. Uh, but I, I just felt like I kind of did the things I wanted, I wanted to do. And I definitely stretched out the main story mission so that when the story mission was done, I kind of knew I I, I was done. Um, I didn't have Mm -hmm. to go back and try to finish some stuff, but Mm -hmm. it was, it was very satisfying, um, and gorgeous. So I highly recommend 10 out of 10. I'm so sad it's over. (laughs) I like want well, to. I want to. We wait for the next one. I want to go do it again. I was like, ah, but um, it was mm. it was so fun. And the other game you're playing, you picked up uh, Jedi Survivor. I did. I was not sure if I should do this because I only have two weeks to play it before Tears of the Kingdom comes out, and I was like, you'll do it. I I think uh, yeah. I I will say it, it is. I'm having a good time. It is unfortunate some of the technical issues that they're having. <sighs> Um, yeah. I know there's a patch that's coming tomorrow um, mm-hmm. that will release. Are you playing on PC or PS5? Oh, I'm playing on PS5. I okay. I can't. My I don't have a graphics card that can run something okay. like this. But, These fancy games. But this behemoth, mm. I had a clear 200 uh, gigabytes of storage off of my after my uh, console. I don't have a external. Games are huge, huge now. It was huge. I was like huge. huge. This gargantuan monster. So I unfortunately had to shuffle some. Two hundred gigs. I had that, Is that the first time we've had a two hundred gig game? That's how much. Has anything been, been that big? Clear. I had to clear two hundred because it wouldn't download. Because spi- it wouldn't download. No. You had to clear two hundred. But then how big was it? I think it was one fifty. But then why does it need the extra 50? I don't just know. Just to have Lucy go space? I guess. Interesting. But I, yeah, because Horizon was 150 with the DLC. I think God of War okay. was like, God of War, I think was like 90 something. Wow. They're, they're chonkers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. 
Yeah. So these these tick downloads, these downloads. Yeah. And tick. I, so you can definitely tell that there was a lot of heart put into this. Um, mm-hmm. I'm excited to play for the story for sure. Mm-hmm. I did try the slow mo, uh, slow mode that we talked about um, a few pods ago, and mm-hmm. that's actually been pretty fun. Um, if I like get stuck somewhere. Um, I will turn that on, and that uh-huh. that does that does help quite a bit. I will say, the um, help feature actually does its job. It does, <laughs> um, and the the upgrades are fine. I mean, Cal Kestis is super yummy to look at. You know, with his, his scruff, <laughs> and you unlock different facial hairs as you go. And oh. I have never been so excited to try a handlebar mustache. So oh, that'll be fun. Oh. <laughs> Um, the, the environments look great. I, I am dropping some frames on performance mode, which is um, a little disappointing. Uh, you know, you will say you just kind of want it to run and to not uh-huh. kind of get tripped up and in that. But um, yeah, yeah. So far, it, it's been so it, it's been great. So I'm all, I'm still on the first planet. I'm pretty still new. It took me a while to get the combat back, especially coming uh-huh. from Horizon, which is so different, and then now uh-huh. something else. So. It took me a hot, a hot minute. And also what I did, because I knew this from the first game, I turned off fall damage because if you like fell down, you know, the hole, or if you fell through the map, you had fall damage. And I would die so many times to that <laughs> because uh-huh. I just couldn't get the platforming right. So I did turn that off. And I, I know that's been a good time saver for me because it's just nice. Sometimes it's hard to figure out where you need to go or what you need to do. Like that's not as obvious. So yeah, um, but it, it's been fun. So I'm hoping yeah to get through that before, for the next game. Excellent. I finished the story mode of Minecraft legends last week. Um, great. Really love that game. Exactly what I wanted out of a Minecraft spinoff. Um, still think that there's going to be many multiplayer sessions on that one. I downloaded when it released Homestead Arcana. Do you folks remember this game from when they announced that? Like they had that like little, it was, it was like an indie developer thing ID at for Xbox. Xbox. Yeah. That's what it's called. ID at Xbox. Yeah. So not as good as I would have hoped. Oh, um, yeah. It was kind of, it was advertised as like a farming sim mitt mixed with magic but i would actually call it more like a dungeon crawler that's kind of empty that has some farming mechanics and some magic mixed in oh wow which is disappointing um yeah i just felt like it almost felt like a first go around Mm. at something like this for a game when i'm used to something that's super robust and we'll get to something like that now in a minute but when it comes to what I like in a farming sim and yeah, it just felt like a lot of repetition, but not in the way that like, I like when I have repetition, in the sense that I have umpteen different things I need to do over the course of the day. And I need to cherry pick based on what's important to me in a, in a simulation game, right? This one, it was too repetitive. And I felt like I was just like the, the, the areas, the dungeon like areas that you're like kind of going through and looking at and all this kind of stuff we're super empty. Mm. Um, so yeah, I kind of stopped that because then last week roots of Pasha came out on steam. I don't know if you guys have been following this game at all, but essentially think Stardew Valley, but in the stone age, Mm. 
There's no combat. It's all kind of like you, you know, because there's a little bit of combat, obviously, in Stardew Valley. But um, it's like you and your tribe um, are trying to find a new home spot that, like, Pasha, the, like, god of the war of the, that you're following, mm-hmm. kind of, like, tells you to stop in this one spot. And you have to survive at, and grow your tribe and... The way that you start learning things is through ideas that your Mm. um, tribe mates have and you need to give them things to help, you know, further these ideas and you're growing plants and you're fishing and you're getting animals. The way the mechanic for you to get animals to come hang with you on your farm and like to be your friends and potentially ride them is you have to play them a tune on a flute, um, which is really cute. And each type of animal has a different tune. Um, yeah, there's a, a mechanic that would I guess be like the community center, but it was more there's like the uh, like a like a shrine and you have to do things, but it's not as quite as obvious. Like you can see that there's a group that has to do with like farming stuff, but the que- the kind of questions that lead into what you need to do are not just like like in Stardew Valley they're like give us five objects with stars uh, quality on them, like gold star quality, or give us one of each thing from each season or whatever. It's not that obvious. Mm. And uh, sometimes you just like magically hit one or then other times you go in, you're like, I think I can get this one if I become really good friends with one of my animals, Mm. right? Like Mm -hmm. you just, the way that it's written, you kind of put it together. Um, So yeah, I mean, it's definitely scratching that itch of a Stardew Valley-like game. The music is amazing. Mm -hmm. The art style is gorgeous. And there's tons of characters in it that you kind of interact with, your tribe, other tribes. There's romance in it that I haven't gotten there yet. Um, Gifting, all that kind of stuff that you're used to in Stardew Valley. So so yeah, I'm really, really enjoying it. I'm not super far in. You know, I'm kind of taking my time and trying to like... It's it's enough like Stardew Valley that I am not like totally lost starting, but enough different that I have to dig in and be like, okay, in Stardew Valley, I would have done this, but how are they reinterpreting that considering this is supposed to be like the Stone Age, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. That kind of thing. So, uh, so yeah, I like I'm really enjoying it that they like took the idea of like actual like technology learning, you know, where it's like mm-hmm. someone has an idea and then you have to foster that through, you know, giving them specific things. And I mean, that's yeah, that's how agriculture technology <laughs> came to Worth. be. Yeah. Yeah. So like right now I've got a character who was like, I think I can make something to like help make fertilizer but they don't actually come out and say fertilizer Mm -hmm. she's like i noticed that when a tree died and rotted other trees came up from that i think we can make something out of this so you give her a whole bunch of stuff and now she's gonna teach me how to make stuff to do composting so i can make fertilizer you know like that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. so like thinking along those lines too um is is pretty neat Mm. so i like that it's a different spin i mean like it's still it's a farming sim, you know what I mean? Like it's still that kind of a game, but definitely with a, a different coat of paint that that I'm appreciating. So uh, yeah, I'm enjoying that. And then tomorrow, Redfall comes out, so uh, yeah. I'm gonna be playing Redfall. Oh. <laughs> Though wow. I haven't seen any reviews on it yet, but it, it drops tonight, I guess, at midnight on uh, on Game Pass. So yeah, I love uh, how kill I've, some vampires. <laughs> I I love how I've been like trudging through the same game for like a hundred plus hours. And you're like, so 
During this time that Catherine was struggling with Persona, I tried like five to ten I know. games. <laughs> it's going to be well, like I, the big I, hole I, in your gaming backlog. It's okay. like, what did I play? Oh, yeah, Persona. Like, that's what I played. <laughs> and then Leah's like, yeah, I tried this sim. It wasn't this great. So this better sim with a... <laughs> So though, cat, and now I'm gonna go kill vampires. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's there's so many games to play. There's just so many, and I'm being pretty particular because, like, mm. every day I find that there's a new, especially in the indie world, like mm-hmm. a new something or other that's coming. Like, I discovered another one that's coming, like May 30th. So I'm like, okay, so I need to play Redfall this week, and then next week is Zelda, and then around the 30th, hopefully, I can play that game for a bit that's coming out. Then, then, and then we've got Diablo on the on June six. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's getting hard to get all the time in. Well, and we have another. There's another open beta for Diablo. It's a it's a crash. It's a server crash test that comes okay. the same weekend as Tears of the Kingdom. And I'm like, this yes. kind of sucks because I because they at with the Diablo open beta or the second one that will happen. Um, if you do get through the boss some of the trophies that you earn will carry over um, if, okay. if you purchase. So again, like your levels won't carry over and your character won't, but they've opened up all of the character classes and um, they want you to get to level 25 to beat the boss. And then if you do that, um, some of your stuff carries over. So it's going to, it's going to offer more than the first one did. And I'm just like, well, damn, like, I want to do tears that. of the kingdom. I, I, I know. I wish I had that kind of confidence. <laughs> I know because I wouldn't be that too good. Like it takes you too long. <laughs> an open load, like server load test beta, where they want to overload their yep. server and offer like continued. Pro- you know they're offering the continued progression because like they committed to that weekend and now they know they're fucked. Yeah, it, well, and they want people to, to play. Yeah, they want people yeah. to play, and they like want to. They want. They want like for those that maybe didn't do the first one, they're like, oh well, you can do this one. And you're going to get more out of it. And if you played uh. the first one, you're going to be able to do a different character if you want to. And also because it's cross-platform, like, hell, you know, I can just... Try it where you want it. Yeah. So, it, and I can have all, I can get a game together and you can... I, I can't imagine that if you did dedicate the whole weekend, I'm sure you'd get there. Yeah, and you can play this one co-op, right? Oh, just yeah. Just like the, the last one? Yep. Okay. Yeah, because the... Cool. Open- Joelle, are you planning on playing? Yeah. Okay, cool. Cat. I'm no, not no. a Diablo. Player. You're not a Diablo. I don't know about Simon if he is or not. I can't. I can't say. A part of me wants to say yes, okay. but I can't. Okay. I can't. He'll he'll have to confirm. All right, cool. That'll be that will have to be a hangout online weekend for sure. I don't know. Oh, you right. guys have fun. I'll be in Hyrule. <laughs> okay, you'll be in Hyrule. You'll be attaching I'm- stakes to sword or to arrows to see if it, yeah, and throwing, and throwing them, them, at- them at people. Yeah, yeah. characters. Yeah. Pretty much. Yep. Pretty much, yeah, 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 yeah. Ready to talk news? Yep. Let's go. All right, we're back with the news, and we're going to power through because we've already been gabbing for a while, but you missed us for a week, so guess what? You're in for it. (laughs) And like I mentioned at the top of the show, big PSA, folks. Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom leaks are out there. Fair warning. All right. Be careful. You know, it's dangerous out there. Take this sword because you're going to have to like turn off stuff on, you know, if you're in random discord channels, if you're on Twitter, if you're on social, 
I've heard Nintendo was ripping stuff down, but like things take time. So be careful and be respectful of those that do not want to be spoiled. I know I haven't really watched or looked at too much when it comes to Zelda so far, a few little things. And I was like, no, I'm just going to save it for the 12th. And yep. that's how I'm going to leave it. So I'm going to absorb myself in the other games, but uh, be safe out there. And be be courteous to others who want to stay spoiler free. Yes. All right, Kat, big news happened last week. Now, this would have came out after we recorded anyway, so we would have been yeah. talking about this now. So uh, we've had some movement, let's say, in the Activision-Microsoft merger. Yeah, so the the CMA, which is uh, UK's Competition and Market Authority, uh, they said they looked at the Microsoft Activision Blizzard acquisition, and they were like, no, thank you. So now Microsoft and Activision are pissed. Um, The TLDR is the CMA says um, that Microsoft failed to effectively address the concern in the cloud gaming center. And they feel uh, that this would give an unfair advantage to Microsoft in the cloud gaming sphere. Um, At the same time, the cloud gaming sphere is so small that it's like, even if Microsoft does not buy Activision Blizzard, we're we still only have like Sony and Microsoft that does cloud gaming. Like mm-hmm. Stadia died. Mm-hmm. I'm not even yeah. sure if Amazon Luna is still a fucking thing. So, um, you know, like it's like I uh, um, I can understand like them being worried about competition in general because it is a big acquisition it is a big merger and it's like but citing the cloud market everybody's kind of um like it's like the excuse they pulled out of their hat that no one saw coming because that's not what i thought they would have came back with and there was something too about like was it about maybe it was the azure technology that's tied to that yeah yeah but because like that's still like a Azure technology is something Microsoft makes like it. And they make it not just for gaming. It's mostly a business uh, thing. It's uh, Microsoft Azure. It's in a, a, a bigger infrastructure. It's like, you know, Amazon web services, Mm -hmm. you know, Amazon kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah. Which is Amazon now, right? uh, Did they buy it? Did Akamai owned by Amazon? I think so. But basically Amazon web services is the infrastructure that Amazon built for their, uh, uh for, for their, uh, business mm-hmm. for their mm-hmm. like activities. And they just kind of like grew it and started share, uh, selling it. Um, and a lot of people are using it. Like, yeah, my, my work in the medical device field, my work is using them now. Like uh-huh. it's really taking off. I mean, it's either Amazon, like for your web services, it's like, a mix of like Microsoft, Amazon, or Google, if mm-hmm. you're if you're in North America. So yeah, so they said this would be bad for cloud gaming, and we're like, there's like two people that make cloud gaming, and they're in the room with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like you got the so you got the Sony and you got the Microsoft. Like them not buying Activision doesn't mean that Activision Blizzard is not is automatically going to go to Sony because Sony and Microsoft are still like trying to get the deals. It just feels like yeah. the UK like was on a date that they didn't want to be on 
And it's like, mm-hmm. we're going to use this excuse of like, yeah, my, you know, my, my best, it's, my best friend's cousin is in town and I have to go see her. Like, and my best yeah. friend is sick and she needs me yeah. and she called me at 8 p.m. conveniently yeah. exactly right time that I told her to call me to get me out it, of the yeah. yeah, that's kind of what the, it feels like. <laughs> it's a thing where when you go on a first date, you tell your bestie to call at yeah. a certain yes. time and yes. you pick up the phone. Yes. And depending on what you answer, you it'll tell you if the date is going good or going bad. Yes. If it's going bad, then you'll be able to be like, oh, no, what happened to mom? And yeah. get yeah. the fuck out. Yeah. This is what it feels like. Um, and the article I have linked in um, in the show notes come to industry.biz is basically how, in response, Microsoft and Activision are threatening the UK government being like, oh, since you're against innovation, um, basically they're threatening to pull out investments and things like that. Um, and then this journalist pulls out all the receipts of like Microsoft dodging taxes everywhere they are um, and active and how the, and how all Activision did to the UK game market is acquire studios and then shut them down. Um, So it's, it's a weird one. It's a weird one because like, what are they going to do? Like what? Like I'm going through the article and um, you know, the, the writer kind of takes this stance of like, yeah, or we'll take our business elsewhere, aka do what we want and nobody gets hurt. But it's like, yeah, what are you gonna do? I don't. <laughs> it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever lived through an experience like this where there was a merger of this size, where multiple countries yeah. had to weigh in. Because obviously, I I lived through one, a media company one. Kat and I both did, and but, but it, was it was a Canadian Canada, company. a Canadian one, mm. right? And we saw it. But like, it's just wild that all these countries can make or break what happens. And I, I think they're going to appeal it. So why can't? Why wouldn't you? I mean, why wouldn't yeah, of they? Course. I think they have to pay out too if it doesn't happen. Like Microsoft has to pay something out. I read as well too. Uh, it's like it three, three billion, three billion or something. Oh. Activision Blizzard. If the merger doesn't come through, honestly, yeah. like I, at this point, like I have no horse in this race. I personally want the acquisition to go through so that uh, Bobby Kotick can have a bad time. TM. Because I think he's just waiting for this acquisition to get the fuck out. Yeah. Um, and then Microsoft can... Yeah, get his paycheck get, and go. Yeah. Then Microsoft mm. can clean, hopefully clean house. I'm not saying Microsoft's a better company or, or whatever, but they're like, they're a bit more in tune with uh, the business acumen of like knowing when bad management is bad for business. And just like, be, you know, it's just... If not, nothing's like, will anything change? Because they've had so many things mentioned and bad practices arise. And I feel like nothing has really come of no. it. No, and I guess. Because more keeps happening. And that's, I just kind of feel, again, like, what what are they going to, they're going to appeal. But, like, if it stands, I'm just trying to know, like, what collateral they hold over in the UK. Not yeah. much. Yeah, I'm just not like, much. I don't really, it, it doesn't. Unless. S- Unless Microsoft is threatening to pull out like 
the rest of their business, not just the gaming, oh. because Microsoft is like so huge, well, right? Yeah, well, potentially. Yeah. They, in Maybe. the article, it says that Activision Blizzard doesn't really have employees in the UK. No. So, like, it's not, it's not like, no. like they reference, you know, where, you know, Elon moved all of his stuff to Austin because California wasn't going to give him what he wanted. And, so, and, the and the taxes are cheaper. are cheaper. So like, so that you could understand, like there was some yeah. leverage and mm-hmm. obviously the economy took a big hit in California for that reason. But I just, I'm trying to think like, maybe something will come up. I'm just curious to see what will come up in this of like, what but, really will be the consequence. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Because like, it's not like, I don't think the, the UK is, doesn't have a lot of, stake in this yeah. i feel they, yeah did they don't have a studio or anything there because like my what i would have thought like because like is canada weighing in on this oh really no that's what i'm asking oh, i was like, like is wow. canada weighing in on why? this but like why why the u.s why the uk why brazil why are these the ones like i feel like there's a whole piece of this business thing that i'm not like yeah maybe mm-hmm. we have to wait until it's all over yeah. for someone to do like a kind of breakdown on why it's gone down the way it's gone down and why all these different countries yeah. are involved. And yes. I would have thought it's because they have studios in certain places, but of but course Microsoft, Microsoft has studio everywhere. Yeah. My, well, Microsoft has playground over there. Like they make I, the Forza games. Yeah, maybe because they have studios all over the place. Yeah. And I, I don't know about like the market. I know like Brazil is a very highly regulated market in general. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, I don't know, maybe like Australia had their own thing, but it went through and nobody talked about it because it was like expected. Mm. I don't I don't know if Canada has a say or they're just like, we're just going to go whatever the U.S. says, uh, because. I don't know. I don't I don't think Microsoft Microsoft has some Canadian studios that they've because they've acquired like Bethesda and Bethesda has. I know has a studio in Montreal. I think they might have a studio out west somewhere. Um, they bought compulsion games, Black, but yeah, it's like Blackbird it's, Interactive. I don't think is owned by Xbox. I think they're just partnered with them doing yeah doing Minecraft Legends. But yeah, and yeah. I don't know. It's it's just weird. It I, I just weird. don't understand the 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 nuances of it all. And I want someone to like make one of those great YouTube videos like the gaming historian does where he breaks down the whole yeah. kit and caboodle of everything yeah. that's happening on why it's happening this way and why all this stuff. And yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. the but UK get is definitely like there's, there's obviously a reason. And so th- there's something else that's going on behind the scenes. And they're like, we will not allow you world domination in this market <laughs> for some reason. And then it's like, but and I don't know. Outside of mm. taxes, I'm just like, there's some. Mm. I feel like something else is going on. But something, yeah. yeah, something else is going on. We don't understand why the UK has a say on this if they don't have like a lot of their business or major studios there. I can understand how like it's anti-competition mm-hmm. for Microsoft to acquire a lot of these stuff, but citing cloud gaming and like they feel like it would stifle innovation in the cloud gaming sector. I'm like. Microsoft gonna do my Microsoft got fuck you money whether they buy this studio or yeah. not. They're just looking for IPs. They're not looking for technology uh-huh. 
or infrastructure. They just want mm-hmm. IPs to put on the technology yep. and infrastructure that they've already built. And so that people building. actually use it. Because yep. exactly. that's the reason why Google Stadia failed. Because they didn't have any IPs and no content that people actually wanted. So the service made no sense. It was obsolete before the it service, even got out the door. Yep. And, and the, the service, service sucked, sucked on top of it. So why would anybody do it? You don't have any, you don't have any, you know, like game, like awesome games. You have everything that's old. And then you have, and then stuff that's also launching on other consoles at the same time. And, and the service sucks. So why would you put the money in it? So that's what Microsoft's trying to do. Yeah. And I think maybe that's the CMA saying, like if everything's mm-hmm. on Microsoft, the other services are going to suck. But I'm like, I mean, like, I'm, I'm, Sorry, Microsoft went and struck a deal with U- Ubisoft and EA to get their content mm-hmm. on, on Game Pass and mm-hmm. and on their services without buying the whole fucking thing. Nothing's going to stop Sony and Microsoft from throwing money at studios to get the games on Game Pass. No, it'll just take, yeah, it'll just take more work. It'll take more time yeah. and cost yeah. more money yeah. litigation. I, it's, it's just, anyway... Um, that was the latest update. I don't know what's going to happen if the acquisition at this point. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for the somebody to give me the TLDR because I was starting to follow it and I was trying to follow it and understand it. And sometime last year, I yeah. gave up. I was just like, I have no idea who, what all these bodies are and why they say yes and they say no. And even huh. like last time we talked about this, like people on the Discord were like, um, were like correcting me because I think they said like all oh, the the government like the U.S. body that is like overseeing this acquisition is suing Activision also and I was just like I is that how yeah. is we like, need I, someone to map this yeah. out I yeah. I did not understand how like how if they get to say yes or no why do they sue. Over the acquisition, if you're the regulating body, I I was 100% wholly confused. And like they were giving me more information. I think Darth was in there also trying to explain more to me. And I'm like, you're all just making me more confused because <laughs> like I, I think I didn't understand what the federal yeah. American body's job yeah. was. Yeah. Mm. Well, and you know, it wouldn't be an American deal without a lawsuit attached. So... You know. <laughs> at this point that's what i figured i figured it's just like as per american tradition pretty much like mm-hmm. it's, basi- it's it was basically making them do something they didn't want to do so like fuck you we're gonna sue you now for making us go through this exercise mm. like also oh, you <laughs> come together you made us work yeah we'll sue you yeah you we'll sue you for the doing federal it. government go through all of this we're gonna fuck you we're just gonna sue you now <laughs> <laughs> um last week and I'm trying to remember when this actually happened. April 19th. So we probably would have talked about this if we had a podcast. Uh, but there was a Nintendo Indie World, so an indie showcase, uh, that happened that was quite fun. And uh, just want to roll through some of the big games that uh, interest us and, you know, really wants us to put money down. And one of those is finally, finally, we have a release date for Minico's Night Market. Ooh. I'm super excited about this. So uh, I'm trying to remember what the date is. September 26th. Here we go. Um, coming to Nintendo Switch. I'm. It, it still looks as cute and awesome as ever. So maybe you uh, should buy it, the game wait. for your for the uh, the. Uh, oh my gosh, words are hard. The the fantasy <laughs> critic. 
No, because no, Kat, oh, Kat, Kat already oh, has Kat it. Kat got it. Right. I Kat, had, Kat already sorry. has it. I had five. I've been like look waiting for this game for like something like four to five years. <laughs> yeah. So when I saw it was on, I I put on my list to manifest it there coming up this mm-hmm. year. And it, look, listen, we're talking about Reiki energy and putting shit into the universe. Yeah. It fucking worked. There you go. <laughs> the summoning circle worked. Another one that I'm pretty stoked on because I've liked everything that this company, uh, this developer has made. Rift of the Necrodancer. Mm-hmm. This is a rhythmic game spinoff of Crypt of the Necrodancer. If you haven't played Crypt of the Necrodancer or if you're a Zelda friend and haven't played Cadence of Hyrule, what are you waiting for? You're a loser. <laughs> so good. You're a loser. So you this is... This is like a Guitar Hero kind of style game, but, you know, a lot of the the characters and that are background again. I'm hopefully some of the music is background from some of the games as well, along with new stuff. Um, yeah, it, it looks awesome. It's coming later this year. Um, what else? Cult of the Lamb, Relics of the Old Faith, which I believe the DL- new DLC is out now. Yep. Came out on the April 24th, which uh, was just a few days ago. Oxen Free 2 Lost Signals is coming July 12th. I really enjoyed the first one. So uh, I'm looking forward to that one too. The aesthetic of that game and spookiness is just just great. And then Quilts and Cats of Calico looks really, really, really cute as well. All they said it's cozy as heck. And that's exactly what it looks like. It's coming this fall. So uh yeah, that was pretty awesome. What do you guys think? Of the games announced. I know, Kat, you didn't get a chance to watch it. Joelle, did you watch it when it came out? I did. I, it, when it happened? I watched it a, f- a few days later because I couldn't catch it mm-hmm. live. But I, I thought it was a good a good indie showcase. Um, the, a lot of g- great titles um, to roll out. Some of them you could get right away, like Cult of the Lamb. Um, some of them mm-hmm. you got to wait for. So I thought the pacing and the titles released were were really good. Um, if you're a indie fan, uh, I think you'll like it. In the Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach. You know, mm, that, that, true, that true. franchise just, you know, won't quit. And um, it's no, got a TV, people are obsessed. Got a TV show, I think, coming out or a movie. Oh, my there's God. Some, really? Yeah, there's a there's a g- going what? to to TV. Um, I love how it says wow. kid friendly horror game series because well, I I would not. I'm an adult and I don't think it's adult friendly, but that's me. Which <laughs> universe? I don't know. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, I that was great. Cool. Joelle, you got two stories here. Let's go through yeah, those. So quickly, uh, this was hot off the presses. Uh, Meta is hosting another VR gaming show coming this June. Um, there was one uh, last year in April of 2022, so it's going to be a little bit uh, later. Um, and last year, they did announce some pretty cool VR games like Resident Evil 4, uh, the Among Us VR. And a new add-on for Beat Sabers, so um, they are should be um, a good time. So if you're interested in the VR showcase, uh, it's gonna happen in June, like I said, and at 1 p.m. It says I'm trying to find the June first. I think yep. it's, yeah, it's high, it's kind of hidden under yeah, it the, is. <laughs> June 1st, the YouTube thing. June first, uh, 1 p.m. Eastern. So E3 ish. Yep. When, yeah, around the zone, around the zone, Mm -hmm. that would be. Yep. Cool. So that is happening. And then also, I found this for the last week, and I I did want to touch upon it because I wanted to get y'all's opinion and expertise on this. But I 
found an interesting article. Well, I thought it was interesting that an executive um, at Sony, and I'm not going to say this right. I'm so sorry, but it's a, it's a Shihei Yoshida. Shuhei Yoshida. Shuhei Yoshida um, yeah. was talking about Sony's path into games as live service. And this kind of reminded me because obviously Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League is um, being reworked and there was disappointment around the um, launch of that as a games and service. And Sony acquired Firewalk Studios um, from its previous parent company. And Firewalk has worked on Call of Duty, Destiny, Apex Legends, Halo, um, and other titles. So, and when I went onto Firewalk's website, they are working on like a big project for Sony. So something's coming. And I was just curious around like the, the, like the temperature of this. What do you think like Sony like getting into this kind of playing in these kind of waters? Well, it's interesting in that essentially he's saying it's like Shuhei Yoshida, the vibe that I get from him online and stuff mm-hmm. that we've heard interviews and stuff over the time is he likes a, a quite a wide variety of different game types and he likes there to be almost like a smorgasbord of options out there. And for everybody, and that's what it feels like everybody's scrambling to right now, is to scramble and create a live service game to essentially milk the money out of people as a way to make money. He's like, no, you can't put all your eggs in one basket. That would be boring. Everybody would be the two samey, blah, 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 blah. You need to have the God of Wars. You need to have the Horizons. You need to have the Elden Rings. You need to have all of these things. You need to have the sports games. And Mm -hmm. they're not live service games. Not not in the true sense of the word. Um, you know, like there needs to be the single player intimate experience story mode. There needs to be the wide open action RPG. There needs to be puzzle games. There need like there has to be everything. If everything was a live service game, mm-hmm. then shit would be boring and I would agree and I would be very disappointed in my what's available for me to play cuz I'm not really in the live service games. Like, that's not really my thing. So I think that's essentially what he's saying that it is. But it's interesting to have a exec at that level, a Shuhei Yoshida, coming out and just being like, you know, it's not the be all end all. And it'll be and life would be boring if we were just if, like, eating chocolate cake every day. And that's all we had. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because a, a lot of these decisions to go into live service games, I feel, are um, business related or financial but if your live service game sucks or if you're not willing to maybe go through a few years of you know struggle or finding your audience like you're not going to be happy with the return on investment um and also live service games cater to a certain type of gamer and not everybody is that gamer um <laughs> And that's something that I appreciate more and more as I work on a live service game. I'm not a live service game gamer, but I am working on a live service game. And when I look at the type of players that will play day in, day out, Destiny, Apex Legend, Valorant, Fortnite, League of Legends, mm-hmm. Dota, mm-hmm. For Honor, you name it. Um, they are in there for the repetition they are in there for the grind. They are in there for the climb. 
Mm-hmm. But not, uh, what about me? I'm in here for the story. I'm in here for the experience. I'm in here for the exploration. I'm in here for the discovery. Mm-hmm. And a live service game, unless it's like an MMO a la World of Warcraft, but even then it gets grindy very quick. Like if I'm not interested in grinding, what do I play? Like I'm willing to drop 80 to, 80 to 100 dollars. It's like a hundred dollars now for a yep. game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm dropping a hundred dollars on The Legend of Zelda without batting a fucking eye because I know I want to play it and I'm going to enjoy uh-huh. the fuck out of it. Uh-huh. I'm also like a hundred percent into just keeping my Game Pass subscription available, even if I'm not using it for a couple of, for a month or two while I play a Nintendo game, just because I want this access to these games. Like eventually through the EA play, it's going to trickle down and I'll get Jedi survivor that way. But if I were really like, if uh, tears of the kingdom wasn't coming out in two weeks, I would have bought Jedi survivor. Mm -hmm. I would have dropped like there are gamers like me who are willing to just drop the big money for this single player. And in the end, it's not about like you need to diversify your portfolio because it's good for business because you have a diversity of gamers out there. And not everybody wants to play fucking Call of Duty. I'm sorry. Well, and what happens when, you know, that becomes not the hot thing anymore and people have all moved over to something else. And Mm -hmm. then you're like, well, now what? Right. There's some other kind of magical, mystical mechanic because live service games didn't always exist. And it's I and I remember from my days like working in video game ecom, like back catalog sales are a major source of revenue for most publisher and most storefronts. Uh-huh. Like people that because like gaming is expensive. It's expensive to get the hardware and it's expensive to have access to the the newfangled games. So a lot of people that, you know, like buy PCs parts second hands or, you know, now that the new Xbox is out, they buy the old Xbox or like the pay their friend's PlayStation 4 for a few dollars and you know, they start digging through the back catalog. They're finally playing The Last of Us, you know, the first one from 2013. Um, but these drive a lot of revenue. Like you could make a lot of money selling these games for like 20 bucks or like selling the subscription and throwing them in a subscription service like that. Like EA has been making good money with EA play for a while. And Game Pass is starting to get very like is starting to get profitable. Um, But Microsoft being like a we talked about a big machine, they're like willing to Uh absorb that cost for like a longer time because they can because they got my they got Windows fuck you money where they can just kind of like build that catalog and build that service until it becomes standing on its own. But like it's the same for game studios. Like you got to be willing to maybe lose a bit of money to make the product that people want to play and get like if you can get one good live service game going that brings you money. Like, you know, like Apex Legend and Fortnite and Rainbow Six Siege and Call of Duty are just basically guaranteed paychecks for them to, like, maybe throw at Respawn to make Jedi Survivor. You know, they threw that money at Respawn to make the first Jedi game, and it was a success, and that game funded Jedi Survivor. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I'm simplifying and things like that, but he's right. You can't just make live service games because not every gamer is a grinder. 
I just think it, the timing of this article was kind of interesting around mm-hmm. they they acquired the studio that does this very well and has a lot of success around it. So I, I just think it was an interest. like Leah touched upon this where for someone of his station to say this, because I was like, this is fascinating. Like, he's, he's just a part of me wonders, like, I mean, I appreciate his perspective and like, yet diversifying is great, but I just wonder if Sony is going to start. It's going to start trying to crank some of these out. Well, they you are. know they are. That's why they bought yeah. them, right? That's but they're why they're diversifying their portfolio yeah. and the types of games to make sure they got something for everybody. They so just that got PlayStation Bungie. remains top of the Yeah, they just got yeah. Bungie. They bought Bungie. For so, Destiny like, they're just going to make more games for that net niche mm-hmm. and then also make everything else and then also try and figure out what's next. Mm-hmm. Because so, the, two, the two biggest games on PlayStation are Destiny and Call of Duty. Mm. Well, like well, Call of Duty. Call of Duty is consistently the number one selling FIFA game. Uh, FIFA is big, but like I'm talking about, like specifically for Sony, like their numbers alone. If you don't look into uh, mm. other platforms, like yeah, if you take like all platforms aggregated, F- FIFA is a bigger game. But if I if I remember correctly, it was announced like through the acquisition with Microsoft and whatnot. Like one of the reasons they were fighting is because of Call, Call of Duty. Duty. Call of Duty is one of the biggest game on PlayStation. From NewZoo.com, top PS5 games by monthly active users global. So on PlayStation right now, number one Fortnite, number two Call of Duty, number three Grand Theft Auto Five, number four FIFA Twenty Three, number five Rocket League, number six Hogwarts Legacy. This was from March. Wow, I want okay. to say March twenty twenty three. Yeah, so Minecraft Desti- is number nine. Battlefield 2042 is number 10. Destiny I missed Apex plummets. Legend is seven. Yeah, Destiny. But but I don't know, because maybe if this was in March, when did that Destiny thing come out, right? Last I year. don't know when this... No, but didn't they have a, a, a... Didn't they just have something come out? Oh, the Destiny 2 Lightfall? It yeah, there's came something out, that just came out. Yeah, it just came out like in March. But, you know, Hogwarts Legacy just came out and things like yep. that. But like yeah. these, these are so like those are just like exclusive life games. Uh-huh. But I remember like last year people were talking about how Call of Duty, Call of Duty and Destiny were some of the two biggest like live games, active live games for PlayStation. Uh-huh. Um, and they don't own these IPs, so. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and, yeah. I- and the fact that Microsoft could own one of those two IPs is scary. Yeah. yeah, I appreciate the discussion. Right. I just read the article and was like, this is interesting. Well, it's weird that someone would come out and straight say, and but if anybody, it was going to be Sony, because Sony is holding on to the single-player experience with a death oh, grip, sh- and I fucking love they them sure for it. I, yeah. I am too. <laughs> I am too. I am very grateful. I, uh, honestly, like, the my... The only reason I haven't gone, like, with a PlayStation 5 was, like, A, availability, yeah. but, like... Yeah. I know that I love them for the single player experience, but it also means that I turn on the console like once a year. So now I'm just like, I'm just going to wait till they've come out with all their best hits. Yeah. And I'm going to buy like a secondhand console and then I'm just going to sub to PS Plus mm-hmm. for a year. It's true. Yeah. I'm just going to like spend as much time with this console and get through all of these or I'll wait for them to come to pc and play them on pc on my newfangled machine but yeah mm. no it, it it they do have the death grip on the single player experience and i wish 
I wish they would share it more. I think they could make a lot of money, a lot of money, if they can market it right and they can get rid of that idea that they need to lock these to hardware sale and find a way for them to make software sale profitable enough that they don't feel that they need to have those games to drive the hardware sale. Mm. Well, they're starting with the, by putting it on PC, but we've had so many difficulties with games coming out on PC lately that I feel like PC is getting harder. Terrible platform to dev for. It's yeah. Because got, yeah, because there's too many options. Too many fucking options. Yeah, it's true. Too many That's fucking the thing. options. As much as you say, like, oh, console's not as powerful. The thing is, the console is a unit. You know exactly what's yep. in it. You can develop for yep. it because nobody will fuck with the insides. Right. Yeah, yep. and then when you send your game to, like, the Sony and Microsoft, they look at it, and then they'll come back and tell you what why it's fucking, or, like, yeah. you can't pass because of this, this, this. Some of it is, like, very marketing, like, uh, you know, we can't mm-hmm. let you do this for non-comp, whatever. But like sometimes it's just like they give us, they give you like actual factual like things to help you debug mm-hmm. your shit. As in for PC, it's just like, well, you know, you remember that bug in Assassin's Creed Unity where you just saw the eyes and nobody had faces. You just saw mm-hmm. eyes and teeth. It was a very specific graphics card with a very specific driver like it was like a one percent thing but the bug was so like egregious that it became a meme but Uh the reality is like maybe like on millions of gamers there's like a couple of hundred for it happened but it was like so specific and it's the kind of shit that you can't see until you ship your game Mm -hmm. right because how how do you stress test like that yeah that and a lot of the problems we're seeing right now with I think it's Jedi Survivor, a lot yeah. of like the frame rate issues and things like that. It's because of new hardware. It's Windows mm. 11 and the new uh, uh, the new graphics card and things like that because not enough knowledge, not enough stress tests, not enough QA. But also, like let let's be real, um, EA fired a lot of their QAs to save money for. <laughs> The recession. So I, I'd say it's twofold. It's like you yeah, have to test more. You have to test more, but also you need the people to do the testing. My yeah, exactly. And with that, I think we can wrap up this show for this week. As always, I invite you to check out the show notes on girlsongames.ca for all the links to all the stories that we mentioned in this episode. So you can go and check out all those nindies, all the info on the meta event, and then read more about what happened in the UK with the Activision Blizzard merger. Thanks, Kat, for putting that together. As always, as well, if you could do us a solid and rate and review this podcast, if the podcasting platform where you are listening to it has that capability, that would be much appreciated. Why? It helps with discovery, pushes us up in the rankings, as well as those comments help us build our show. Thanks to the crew for being on this show with me this week. It's the chance for them to shout out their social media handles so you can follow them everywhere online. Catherine, where can people find you? I am C-S-D-S-B-I-N-S, C-S-D-B-A on Twitter and Instagram, or you can find me shitposting in the Girls on Games Discord. Joelle, how about you? People can find me on Instagram at JoelleLauren87 and on Twitter at Gamer underscore Comfy, but all day, every day, posting in the Girls on Games Discord. Come say hi. 
And I am Leah Jewer on most social media platforms, but of course, you want to know everything there is to know about Girls on Games. You can track us down at The Girls on Games on Instagram and Facebook. No, hold on. The Girls on Games on Twitter and Facebook. Just Girls on Games. No thought in there on Instagram. Discord.me slash Girls on Games to continue this conversation and more. But of course, if you ever need to know anything at all, you can track it down at our home base. That is our website, girlsongames.ca. Thank you, Kat. Thank you, Joelle. It's been another lovely week in video games, and I'm going to go and download Redfall and have it ready to go for tomorrow evening, if I get some time tomorrow evening. If not, Wednesday. (laughs) Fun times. I love this time of year when there's lots of games. Mm -hmm. Speak to you all next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.